We definitely have a lot of girls that could have won this award. We have a lot of talent here uh, with Baseball Alberta, so I'm definitely honored to be recognized. Welcome to episode 205 of Alberta Dugout Stories, the podcast. I'm Joe McFarland. 2020 and 2021 must have been excruciating for busy bodies like Madison Willen. The COVID-19 pandemic forced the 21-year-old multi-sports star with Baseball Alberta, Baseball Canada, the University of Alberta Pandas hockey team, golfer, and more to spend less time playing the sports she loves. The Edmonton product was definitely happy getting back to her old routines in 2022 and was rewarded for her efforts with the Baseball Alberta Women's Open Player of the Year Award this past weekend. Between classes recently, Willen took some time to chat with us about the award, her athletic journey, and quickly becoming a veteran on the women's national team, despite not having a ton of experience with them under her belt. Madison, welcome back to the podcast. Thank you so much for having me. Let's start off with this. Madison Willen, Women's Open Player of the Year. How does that sound? Well, obviously there's a lot of uh, talented young female um, baseball players out there, so to be recognized at at this level was definitely a great feeling. What was your reaction when you first heard the news? Um, Definitely honored. Um, We definitely have a lot of uh, girls that uh, could have won this award. Um, We have a lot of talent here uh, with Baseball Alberta, so um, definitely honored to be recognized. You look back on that list of names who have won it before you, a lot of uh, Nicola Chansky, Kelsey Lowler, the Jesperson name pops up a few times. What does it mean to you to be mentioned in the same category as them? Um, it's obviously a great feeling. You know, all those uh, ladies are part of the national team um, as well, so uh, to just be recognized uh to win that award is, again, just very honored. <laughs> what was key for you to have the kind of year you did have with the national program, especially after uh, the last few years that have been pretty rocky for for not just baseball, but the world in general? Well, it was definitely nice to get a full uh, baseball season, you know, with COVID kind of taken away uh, the past couple years. And then finally being able to have a nas- uh, nationals um, in Manitoba like we did this past year and to be able to connect with other friends from other provinces that we haven't had the chance to see in a while and just be able to get everyone together again and, and compete in the summer was, was a really nice uh, chance to have. Mm-hmm. Looking back on those last couple of years specifically, how were you able to handle the adversity, the pause. I mean, you're a, you're pretty busy with all the different things that you have going on in your life. How did you handle that that change of your regular routine? Well, it was definitely hard at first. I think with everybody to, you know, this is COVID is kind of a unprecedented uh, event here. Um, so it was definitely challenging at first. But then, um, I think establishing a routine early on just to kind of have some normalcy in that way and uh, just set out things that I want to accomplish throughout each day and just trying to navigate the ebbs and flows of COVID throughout the year. So it's definitely challenging, but uh, happy that we're on the other side of that. 
Was there anything specifically that you did, whether it be at home, setting up, you know, I know I heard stories of people setting up stuff in their basements or garages, that kind of thing. Was there anything that you did specifically to make sure that you didn't miss a beat and were ready for whenever the phone call was made and saying, hey, let's get back at uh, let's get back at it? Yeah, I definitely had a hitting setup in, in the garage. So that was nice. We just pulled out uh, our vehicles and I set up a, a net and tee and everything. And I would definitely go out there and, and hit a few a few times uh, throughout the day just to kind of move around and not sit at my desk and <laughs> do school all day with classes. It was, it was nice to kind of get a break and um, to still feel connected to the sport. Mm-hmm. I know you had a showcase event in Quebec in 2021 to kind of cap off the year and get back to being familiar with some, not just old faces, but obviously some new faces as well. And that sort of set the stage for this past summer. You were able to finally play in a game again with the national team at the Friendship Series against the U.S. Uh, we had Ashley Stevenson on a few weeks back, and she said, while it didn't start off ideally, the team did really pull together in, the, in those last four games. What was your assessment of the team and what they brought to the table over the course? of that week and a half that uh, that you were able to play in? Yeah, well, we definitely have a, a younger team uh, in comparison to the USA. And I think our, our biggest goal was to just um, get some experience because uh, some of these uh, ladies haven't had the chance to play at the international level yet. So to be able to play a five-game series against the USA was was pretty huge for us to kind of gain that experience and build towards uh, our World Cup in 2024, which we hope to participate in. Um, so, yeah, obviously we didn't start off um, as well as we could have, but um, I think near the end with each game that we played, we got better as a team. And it was really nice to see some of the younger girls step up into bigger roles and be able to perform at that level. It really gives us the confidence moving forward with this team and um, what we can accomplish in the future. Is it weird for you to think that you've quickly and quietly become one of the veterans on the team? You talk about, hey, we're a young team, and it was nice to see these young kids step up. I mean, you were the rookie just a few short years ago. COVID hits, you don't get that experience maybe others would have gotten, and here you are, one of the longer-serving members of the team now. Yeah, it's definitely a little weird to think about, considering I'm only uh, 21 years old. But, uh, yeah, definitely with COVID took away some, some years that I would have had, um, with the team and that experience. But, um, I think through playing other sports and, um, continuing to play hockey at the University of Alberta, I was able to still work on my leadership skills and, um, still be in that competitive mindset. Um, so that when I was able to compete, uh, with baseball in the summer, um, I wasn't necessarily uh, dusting off any uh, <laughs> um, rust or anything. I was still ready to go and still had that mentally sharp focus and everything that I needed to to compete. Mm-hmm. Did you lean on anybody in particular during that downtime to, like you said, whether it's keeping up that leadership skill or whether it's kind of making sure that your mindset's right for when you do get back onto the field, knowing that you've been a part of a program for as long as you have, although you haven't really been playing per se yeah I definitely had a really good support system over COVID Um, you know my parents helped out as much as they could Um, my coaches and and teammates uh, from baseball Alberta and from hockey um, we're all very very supportive and you know we all kind of leaned on each other when we needed to through these unprecedented times and we just tried to do as much as we could with the circumstances we were given and 
um, just try to be at our best for when that next call did come to uh, go out and play. From a team perspective, how do you build off the momentum of this past year and, and translate it into some positive results in 2023? Yeah, I think it's just continuing to build off what we already created um, in the Thunder Bay series. Um, you know, continuing to work in the off season and uh, to stay connected with each other throughout this time so that when we hit hit the field, uh, when we're able to, we can just pick up where we left off. On a personal level, what kinds of things are you hoping to work on to make sure that your game continues to evolve? Yeah, I think uh, definitely with fielding and, and batting in general, just um, getting lots of reps early on in the season and making sure that uh, when we do go to nationals and and the qualifier, which is supposed to happen next year, um, just being at, at my peak and just being ready to go and just kind of timing it that way. So I'm at my best uh, when we need it. Mm-hmm. It's crazy to think, but I know you, you've been a, a friend and supporter of ours for a while now. You were one of the first people we did a story on, but we haven't actually had you on for a long-form chat on the podcast. So we typically do this here. We go back in time and talk about your roots in baseball and your product of Edmonton. So how did you get into the game in the first place? So I originally uh, played for a little league team um, out of Edmonton, um, and I played with the boys for quite a while. Um, and then eventually I switched over to play in the midget double A league uh, with the Alberta girls team. And so I joined that team when I was 16 years old and I've been playing with that team throughout the summer ever since. Um, so yeah, that's kind of just how I grew up playing ball. Who got you into the game in the first place? My parents. Yeah. My, uh, my dad played baseball when he was younger and my, um, I think my mom did as well actually for a little bit. Um, so yeah, it was easy to kind of get into it. It's hard to believe given how supportive your mom is, especially of us on social media and of you on social media. It's, it's pretty incredible. So I'm not surprised at all that they would have had a hand in getting you into about as many sports as possible. When it comes to baseball, did you have a favorite team or baseball player growing up? Um, I was definitely a huge Jose Altuve fan just with his, uh, his stature and, and him playing the middle infield. I definitely looked up to him a lot when I was younger. Mm-hmm. I usually ask about whether you were a multi-sport athlete or all baseball all the time, but I know the answer to that is you're also a star hockey player with the U of A Pandas. I know you have a golf game as well. You've got a bunch of different things on the go. So let me ask this. How have you been able to juggle the needs and demands of not just baseball and hockey, but all the other things that you have going on in your life? Yeah, it's definitely a lot at times, um, especially with school in the mix. But uh, I think it just comes down to time management and just um, laying out your priorities. And uh, for me, wanting to continue to play all these different sports, um, it's really important that I manage my time well. And I uh, give priority to the things that I know I need to do um, to get better and to make sure that I can be at my best for all of them. When it comes to baseball, when did you realize you might be able to play it at a high level or maybe it was more than just a fun game to play that maybe you could take it somewhere? Um, It was definitely when we uh, were at Nationals in Windsor, I believe in 2017. Um, And I just turned 16 that year and I made the uh, Women's Open Team Alberta uh, team. And that was the first year that I had played um, at that division level. 
And uh, that was the year that I got selected to go to Washington to play in a seven-game series against the USA. Um, and so that was the very first time I had put on the national team jersey. And I think once I got there, I realized that this was something um, that I could continue doing if I continued to work hard um, at the game. So, yeah, that was definitely a, a big realization for me that I, I could do this if I if I wanted to. What's it meant to you to be able to wear the A on your cap or the maple leaf on your cap at such high levels? You know, it's it's always an honor to uh, wear that jersey and to represent it as best you can. Um, yeah, you definitely have to earn it every year. There's a lot of uh, talent across the country, and every girl um, who dreams of playing at that level is, is going to push you to be better. And, uh, you know, our end goal is to win the World Cup. And so everybody has to be working hard all all months of the year and gearing up for that event because that's our end goal. And so I think uh, with the younger team that we have, we have a lot of drive and motivation to get there. And so with this experience that we got this past summer, I think that's really huge uh, with this team moving forward. One of the things that I've noticed in social media posts specifically, but even while watching the game, is you seem to be smiling a lot. And I'm wondering where you get that energy from, where you get that motivation to kind of, I guess, enjoy the moments while you're getting them. Yeah, I think it just comes uh, back to gratitude. You know, I'm I'm very grateful to be where, where I am um, in my sports career. And I think just trying to take in uh, the present moment as much as I can um, and just being happy with what I'm doing. You know, I love what I do. I love playing hockey. I love playing baseball. I love playing golf. And when you love what you do, it's hard not to have a smile on your face. Has there ever been a moment where you thought, maybe I need to pair one of these off? Like, maybe I, maybe this is too much? Or have you been uh, dead set, you're going to handle this no matter what, uh, just because you are so disciplined in, in your approach to it? You know, there have been times where I've had to focus more on one sport over the other. Um, but at the end of the day, I love playing all three. And so if I'm able to manage that um, without too much uh, stress, then I I will do that to the best of my ability. Um, so, yeah, that would be my answer to that. Mm-hmm. Any favorite moments or memories thus far, those times where you had to kind of take that look around and go, I can't believe I'm here right now? Um, there's definitely this one moment in Thunder Bay. Um, it was a really beautiful night and, um, we played in the evening and the sun was setting and, uh, we had runners on base and I was just talking to my teammate at the time. Um, and it was just a really beautiful setting. Just, we were playing baseball. It was beautiful weather. It was beautiful scenery. And I kind of took a step back and said, wow, like this is this is really cool. I'm really grateful to be here. Um, So that was just one of my kind of out of body moments that I had over the summer. Um, But, yeah, it's it's easy to get caught up in being busy all the time and competing in in different ways. But um, if you're able to take a step back and just kind of enjoy the moment, um, that really that really helped me stay stay grounded. And remember that it is a privilege and honor to to be able to do all these sports and to play at the highest level. 
did anybody teach you that in the progress of your in the process of of your career? Is that something that you just personally went, listen, I gotta I gotta soak this in while I can. Well, my my parents definitely <laughs> mentioned it when I was when I was growing up because um, I didn't I didn't realize at the time when I was younger that not a lot of people got the opportunity to play more than one sport and to continue to play those sports at a high level. So definitely when I was younger, it was kind of ingrained in me to you know always be grateful and know that um, it's pretty rare to be doing a lot of the sports that I'm doing at this level, and I'm just very fortunate to be where I am and to be able to continue to play. Um, all the sports that I love so much. So um, I definitely come from a grateful background and uh, my parents really helped me navigate that. I know I mentioned a few names earlier, Nicola Chansky, Kelsey Lowler, the Northcots, the Jespersons. There's been quite a few names that have been able to represent Alberta at the national level and, and, and that kind of thing. What has their impact been on you and your career? Well, Especially when I was uh, younger, I mean, Nicola Chansky was the star of the show, and uh, she was an Edmonton uh, product, and obviously me being from Edmonton, um, I had always looked up to her um, growing up, and uh, before uh, the 2018 World Cup, uh, we were able to train uh, together in Edmonton to kind of prepare for that, Um, and it was really nice to have that transition of you know, kind of idolizing her to then being teammates with her. And that was a really cool experience that I got to have. Um, And I continue to learn so much from her work ethic and her attention to detail. And um, she really inspired the next generation um, to say, hey, like, if you want to play baseball at this level, you can. Mm -hmm. And I think it's important that other girls know that, that it is an option. And she definitely set that... um, mark for me growing up mm-hmm. i'll get to that point in a second i wanted to ask you one other question before we get into a couple of our standard questions this one being um we've talked a lot about the highlights and and some of the things that have really stood out to you but tell us a little bit about some of the challenges or obstacles that you've had to overcome over the last few years uh to be able to play sports yeah i think covid was probably the biggest one just the uncertainties um of everything um and the different guidelines that we had to follow and what we could and what we couldn't do. And um, it was definitely challenging in the summer to uh, try to have baseball practices and try to get some games in when people would get sick or there wasn't enough uh, players to field a team or we couldn't find a field or umpires. And um, there was a lot of that that happened over the past two summers with COVID. Um so that made it very hard to train. And so I had to opt into using my garage to, you know, hit off a tee and, and try to do the best that I could with the situation um, that I was presented with. But um, it's obviously not the same as getting a live on live experience. So those are definitely some challenges that I had to go through. Mm -hmm. As mentioned, a couple more for you, and they're kind of standard across the board here. First off, for those young girls or athletes who might be listening or they'll be reading the story later on and think maybe this is something that uh, it might be a dream that they can chase as well. Any words of advice or wisdom you'd like to pass along to them? Um, That's a very good question. Um, I would say that if you believe in something, um, that you should do it. 
if you truly believe that you can achieve something, don't let anybody tell you that you can't. No, that seems pretty cheesy, but it's really true. Because if you, because for me, when uh, Nicole Lachansky, um made the national team and she was this uh, star in every Edmonton girl's eyes, um, she really made it possible to believe in us that we could make it at that level, even if people around us were saying that, you know, maybe you shouldn't do that. Maybe you should try something else. If you really want to do something um, and you believe that you can do it, you should you should do that. Does that thought ever cross your mind at all that you're maybe blazing a trail of your own and, and being able to have an influence on others? What does it mean to you to, to maybe be be the star in a young girl's or young boy's eyes? Yeah, that concept is definitely uh, a little new to me, especially given that I'm still so young and I still have a lot to learn. But um, I know that it's super important to give back to your community. And so um, to have a, a young, a younger girl looking up to me, um, you know, is obviously a huge honor, and I, and I respect that a lot, and I um, know that my um, presence and giving back will do a lot for the community, and um, I just want young girls to know out there that it is possible um, to play baseball and to play it at a high level, and to be able to travel around the world and make new friendships and. Um, if that's something that you want to do, it's it's out there, and the game is growing, and uh, yeah, it's definitely an option. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Final question for you here, Madison. What does the game of baseball mean to you? You know, growing up playing baseball, um, I fell in love with it, and I still love it to this day. Um, it's my favorite summer sport. <laughs> um, the friendships that I've accumulated over the years and the different places I've been able to go and just to compete at that at that high level and um, to wear that Canadian jersey with a lot of pride. Um, that means a lot. It's definitely an experience that I wouldn't get um, in any other sport, and I'm very grateful for what the sport has given me, and I hope that I can give the sport back what it deserves. Madison, it has been an awesome opportunity to get to catch up with you again after all this time. Congratulations on the award win. Congratulations on all the success you've had at this point. Continued success going forward. And again, thank you so much for joining us here on the podcast. Thank you so much for having me. Thanks again to Madison Willen for joining us this week. And thanks to all of you for downloading and listening. It's been a busy week with lots of news about Alberta's baseball players. So you might have missed our new story on those Baseball Alberta Awards. Head to our website to read that and subscribe to the podcast if you haven't already, as we're hoping to line up a few more winners in the weeks ahead. Before we go, a tip of the cap to our Platinum supporters for all they do for us and for baseball in Alberta. The Okotoks Dogs and AHP Academy have been integral in helping us tell the game stories in our province. Head to albertadugoutstories.com slash supporters to learn more about our great teammates. Until next time, thank you for all your support online, on social, and on air of Alberta Dugout Stories.